Okay, well, I guess that's what we're going to do, right, Judge? This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. And hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming Podcast. My name is Graham, and with me today, of course, is there is the very absolutely fantastic Jojo, to whom I say hello. Jojo, <laughs> we are how to doing very finely. Uh, we're doing our thing. You know, I always say whatever that means. You know, whatever that means, we're doing it. We're just doing it, man. We're just yeah. doing it. We do our thing, and we don't let anybody like get in our way. See, you know what I'm saying? What the fuck am I talking about? Jojo, <laughs> how you been, man? <laughs> A bit okay. You've been nine. Did you have a good week, Jojo? Yeah, I did. It went surprisingly quickly. The week was hard, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I gotta say, the week was high. Work wise for me was high too. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, Wake up every day and still enjoying going to work, man. What is wrong what? with you, dude? I know, dude. Like I, I'm telling you. You drank the Kool-Aid. Yes, yes. Yeah, man, that's what flat aid. benefits will do to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, like, what? Yeah, you can be, go to Dubai tomorrow. Yeah, it's all, mm-hmm. it's yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah. Well, that makes that's a big perk. <laughs> it's a good reason to look forward to getting out of bed. Hey, man, I'm telling you. Like, I fucking should march in there and resign, but. Damn, them fly benefits are going to go away. <laughs> Let me just go another week. <laughs> I can do one more week. Let me just do one more. I got one more trip to do. <laughs> After that big trip, fuck it. <laughs> and then you, the next thing you know, 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're wondering what the hell we're talking about, you know, I work in aviation, airline industry, so. Yes, Graham. That's... Graham. Graham gets wings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but not through Red Bull. He gets legit wings. Legit wings, man. Even though, like, sometimes I'd be like, "Really, Red Bull?" And I'm here working. Man, just, just get a Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if that's if that does it, then it works for me. So, Jojo, this week we are reviewing the show. There's been a lot of buzz about is called the last of us it's an episodic show based on a video game released on hbo so we'll be talking about the show three episodes so far of which i've only watched two i managed to watch two so you'll hear all about that right jojo that's the main thing that we're going to do but before that there is something that we haven't done in a long time mm-hmm. in this show, in our podcast, and it is a review of what did you watch last week? So, Jojo, talk to me about what you've been watching, man. I want to hear. I want to hear, Jojo. <laughs> so, I was a little bit behind and binged and caught up, and it is coming out episodically, so now I have to actually wait, so that kind of sucks. But I've been watching Poker Face on Peacock. 
Natasha Leon, Leon, uh, Ryan Johnson is the creator. And I have to say, I'm, I'm kind of in love with this weird little show. Natasha Leon is just fantastic. Oh. And it's, it's basically an updated Columbo, really. I mean, down to ba- the, uh, and just one more thing. <laughs> but it, it's, it's fantastic. So she she does have a, uh, the character that Natasha Leone plays is called Charlie, and she has a, this is not a spoiler or anything for anybody who's interested in watching it, but she has sort of a mystical, magical ability to tell whenever anybody is lying. It's not anything she can explain to somebody else, but she can just call bullshit and she will always be right. So she's she's a human lie detector. And she doesn't really use that in ways you might think she would use them, but uh, the way she uses them makes for a very entertaining show. I think we're about five episodes in, if I'm remembering correctly, and there's some some really interesting cast of characters on here. Benjamin Bratt has been in it, Simon Helberg from um, Theory (laughs) has been in it, playing an interesting character. So yeah, and there's there's more to come. So I'm I'm looking forward to this uh like the, the cast of of cameos that we're gonna have. It's gonna be in ten parts, and it's just fun. The production value is kind of of nuts. It's kind of like a mixture of eighties and sixties and fifties kitsch. I don't know. It's a, a kind of an interesting little set. And then we've got a, it starts in a, a broken down poker parlor that reminds me of places in Reno. And, uh, it's just, it's just, it's a fun, it's a, it's, it's been a fun show so far with some genuinely sad moments and heart touching moments. And, um, I'm not going to say it's the best television I've ever seen, but it's absolutely worth watching if anybody is looking for something fun to stream Poker Face on Netflix, on a uh, Peacock. You know, I'm 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 a big fan of Natasha Lyonne, but then for some reason, the little show that she had on Netflix, kind of like Russian Doll. Yeah, Russian Doll kind of let me down a bit, so I was hesitant about this show. Which has been very well promoted, by the way. Like, you know, at every turn, whenever you're watching NBC, that's what they come up with, you know. So clearly it's something that they they see the value in and they're, they're trying to make it work. And you know how it goes with me, Jojo. If you like it, then I've got to watch it, you know. <laughs> I recommend it. I recommend it. And I recommend not going into it expecting like wild and and fantastical and amazing good mysteries. I think a lot of people are like, oh, this is going to be a real mind bender sort of thing. But it is genuinely in the vein of like Columbo or Murder, She Wrote or something like that. And it's kind of like cozy mysteries, if you will. But at the same time, you've got this twist of Natasha Leone being Natasha Leone, And it's just, it's fantastic. It, it, I, I love it. I'll give it a go. And if by the second episode I like it, I'm going to let you know, you know, because like lately I've been like that. So I watch thing and two episodes later, I'm like, yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) I've wasted enough time. When was the last time that happened to you? Because like, I don't know, for some reason, this is happening to me a bit more often than now. Oh, I feel like it happened relatively recently. I started a series and was like, no, never mind. <laughs> yeah, no. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's happened to me a few times uh, too. I'm like, eh, uh, never mind. Do you think that comes with age? Because like, I, there was a time that I could sit through anything, and I'm like, hey, there's some value in there. You know? But now it almost feels like, oh, this is wasting my time. What the fuck? Especially when it is to show that purport to be something where there's some kind of mystery and shit. In the first moment they talk about it, you realize, oh, it's going to be this, 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 and that. This is bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, really? A baby could have guessed this. So why are we... No, I'm not going to watch this. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'll, I'll give it a go at this one. And again, yeah. like I said, I'm a big fan of Natasha Lyonne. And I know that she does a good job. It's just like Russ and Doll was a bit dull. Um, mm-hmm. Pardon the, the pun, sorry. <laughs> but yeah. So I was a bit let down with her and whatever, but, you know, we can reconcile. We can we can go back to being friends and shit, you know what I'm saying? Go back to, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's worth trying. I don't, I don't think it would be your favorite show you've ever seen or anything, but I think it would give you a laugh. You would be surprised as you like lately have been like my favorite shows are like absolute fucking crap anyway <laughs> it's just like you do so moving into that what have you been watching well this, this is a slight implication that what i'm watching is is crap but i'll take that <laughs> you you said you said the latest things i'm 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 just took the word from your mouth i thought it was you know like a nice segue or that whatever. is a nice segue by the way Excuse me. It's, it's an incredibly <laughs> nice segue. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to argue that at all. <laughs> but, so, you know, the month of January came by, and I completely forgot that the Love Island UK season was going to be released a bit earlier because, you know, they were going back to South Africa, and the few seasons that were in Mallorca they had to come out a bit later in the year, whereas when they do it in South Africa, because, you know, it's completely tropical, they don't have to wait for a relatively non-wintery time like they have to wait in, in Mallorca. And so Love Island came out, I think, the first week of January, and I didn't realize that until not too long ago, my phone was on VPN for the most time. For the most part, I put it on VPN, and it, by default, goes to London. And so whenever I open Google, you know, it will show me whatever is happening. <laughs> Google is, is trending in London. And so I saw something about Love and I'm like, oh, man. Boy, when I searched it up and I started looking, they already had, like, like 12 episodes. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and watch it. Although 12 episodes of Love, of Love Island basically is only is about three weeks. so Because okay. uh, I think the show comes out four nights in one week. And then the fifth night is on scene bits that they do. And then boom. Okay. So something like that. And so I started watching Love Island again in... I think every year we say the same thing. Ugh, I don't know if I like this cast. You know, blah, blah, blah. You, because you're trying to compare them with the very most recent crew that you saw on the last show. And to be honest with you, I was a bit like, mm, 
man, until the drama started. The moment the <laughs> drama started, man, you know, I started, you know, yeah, I'm team so-and-so, and this girl is a bitch, and this dude is a player, and she, and I'm all invested all over again. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yo, and the thing is, there's always a crybaby, man, and there's this girl, Olivia, if she hasn't cried at least 12 times in two episodes, like, without exaggerating, she, she's fixated on one dude and she, and she gets picked with by other dudes. She's sort of interested in other dudes and shit, but while she's talking to the dude that she's sort of interested in, she's talking about the dude that she's fixated on. It's just like, mm. yo, fucking let it go, man. Look, Love Island... I know that there's a lot of iterations of, of Love Island. I've watched quite a few of them from different parts of the world. Love Island Australia is actually pretty good. The Perhaps the closest thing to, to Love Island UK, but with its own Australia twist, of course. But Love Island UK still still is the, is, is the shit, man. Like, seriously. that It's just... They know the thing. They they know their reality TV, and it's just they have a, they have something to do with the reality TV that you if when you compare it to what we watch here for reality TV, you see that there's a huge difference. And when you watch reality TV here, you get invested in in stressful situations. You know, mm. who's catty with who and blah, blah, blah. And who's the nastiest, you know. And who is is the conniving one and blah, blah, blah. And these are the people that actually come out of the shows with fame and with book deals and, and all kind of shit, you know. Right. Whereas in right. the show... Yo, these people be like, ah, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And then 12 minutes later, hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, and blah, blah, blah. We hug it out, and boom. And, you know, it's kind of weird, but it's like, yeah, maybe people should be a little bit more like that, you know, as opposed to adopting that persona of, oh, I'm the king of mean, or I'm the queen of mean, and boom, boom, and I'm going to make money out of being mean. And, you know, it's... it's it's a funny, funny way of feeling about it, but I'm, I'm a big fan of Love Island, one of the few reality shows that I watch, because the world doesn't need another singing contest. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. There's enough of that shit, you know. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, I when you to your point about people becoming famous through being not so nice. I remember when Survivor came out, the which was kind of like America's real introduction Yo, to yeah. reality TV. And I remember the first season of that. And uh, I was working in television at the time. And I remember that like the visceral responses people were having to the, the, the players in the show and the, 
the reaction of the the guy who ultimately won, who was not a good dude, basically. And that's how the game had to be played to win was to not be a good dude. Right. And in the innocence of the time, which is terrible, but it's been like 30 years ago, in the innocence of the time, it was like, oh, my gosh, how, you know, how could somebody like that actually win, win a yes. TV show? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what in the world? And it was like uh, like a, a, an awakening to, wait, <laughs> assholes really do mm-hmm. win. But it, it so to your point, I think that that is really important to see in a reality TV show setting that I think America kind of saw that in their one of their first iterations of reality TV and was like, okay, this shit sells. Yep. Being an asshole sells. Yep. America took that to heart and that's kind of the way it went. Whereas I think the UK and everybody who had done other things were like, oh, let's, you know, let's have a little bit more humanity. Let's treat each other like human beings as opposed to commodities. And it is it is true. Like I mean there's always in every show, I'm pretty sure that people in the UK will tell you I didn't like so-and-so, I didn't like so-and-so. In fact, there was a guy that they brought back to the show. I think he was from season two or three. They brought him back to the show last year, and there were a lot of protests about him because he was, back the, you know, the first time he was there, he was really an asshole, a misogynist, and, you know, treated the women like whatever, and... Social media was like a buzz about this guy. Like, oh, they brought Adam back in the show and blah, blah, blah. You know, but all he had to say was, I'm 26 years old now. Back in those days, I was 20, and I behaved like a 20-year-old, but I've matured, and I'm a different person. And he was, by all accounts, a different person. You know what I'm saying? And people sort of, like, accepted it, you know, like, they let go of that. So it's not like there is no a person that every year is not targeted as this is the asshole of the group or whatever. But it's no... It doesn't become the main selling point of the individual. Right. Like, the, after yeah, the show, the... They on, they go on to becoming... Oh, you, you remember that? Be that same guy now. You know, they go back yeah. to being themselves, except that a bit more famous now, you know? And so yeah. this is what I like about it. And, and I'll keep watching, man. They brought back, they actually brought two Australians from the f- former contestant from Love Island, Australia, as bombshells oh, to okay. this show this year. And, and you should see what's going on. But... You know, you're not gonna go see it. I know. <laughs> anyway, let's go to business, Georgia. We are reviewing the show, The Last of Us, and this is not something that I knew about. You know, my son suggested, "Hey, man, have you watched The Last of Us?" And I'm like, "No, who watched it about?" And he's like, "Well, it's based on a video game, and blah blah blah. You should watch it." And and I'm like, I, I'm going to give it a go. And, you know, I'm just, Georgia, let's go watch this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It should remain a video game. I think that's my... <laughs> that's the bottom line, man. It should remain a video game because I understand it. And all I can see, all I can think about it is in terms of video game. I don't know that it's TV developed well enough 
to to be successful, but I could be wrong because I don't know nothing about that. What say you, Judge? What say you? So I was familiar with this because my husband has played the video games. So I actually kind of, um, <laughs> it was kind of weird watching the first two episodes because they're basically what I saw in the video game. They're the cutscenes right. scenes of the video game. Right. And so it was, it was kind of a strange feeling because I'm like, haven't I literally <laughs> seen this before in my, <laughs> and my husband is like, the video game remember and i'm like yeah but this is exactly the same like down to the lighting <laughs> and he was like yeah it's it's very similar and so yes to me it i i know that everybody loves this show like in the sense of um like critics are on fire about it they're the fans are really loving it uh fans of the of the video game but i i i feel like i mean i guess i suppose when you look at previous adaptations of video game things you could probably say this is one of the best because but the bar is so low that <laughs> 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 i just i genuinely don't know that this deserves the accolades that it's receiving i really don't in terms of story um performances i think is something else but in terms of story i feel like there is some very like the character of tess to me isn't even two-dimensional she's basically one-dimensional <sighs> and i have watched the third episode and i have to say the third episode is better than the first two okay well here's here's what i can tell you mm -hmm. there is Nothing you can tell me to make me watch this the third episode or any further. Here's my problem with the show is that it's sort of like a mashup of The Walking Dead with some kind of pandemic theme TV show that we've seen before centered around a video game thematic in when it's there, when it's in that video game mode, if you will, I like it. Do you see what I mean? I do. But when when it goes into dialogue and situations that are more, you know, movie or TV adaptation, I find it boring as fuck. I find mm -hmm. the scenes between, you know, Pedro Pascal and... Bella Ramsey, the 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 bore the fuck out of me. Mm -hmm. And the, the the creatures, if that's what they wanted to do, they gross me out to no end. It's I don't know. <laughs> they are disgusting. I don't know. They are quite disgusting. Yeah, like I mean, I don't have a problem with gore and blood and things like that, but that white filament that comes out of their mouths and it grosses the fuck out of me almost to the point of nightmare like do you know what i mean like this fibroid mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. i know there's no need to show that nonsense and um not my thing bunch in the same way that i've never fought 
pray to the zombie apocalypse shit. <laughs> this doesn't do it for me. Like, it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. And yeah. I know th this probably is going to be one of our least popular episodes, but I don't know what's the point of making this, of adapting this into a series. <laughs> Maybe a movie. Do you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. All I of do. this could have been a movie, probably. I and do. perhaps it, 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 it would have achieved more as a, I don't know, 90 minutes, what, two hours and 10 minutes movie. Perfect. A shorter story, one mission, get this little girl to wherever it is that you're taking her and fuck off. Yeah. But I can't seem to watch eight more episodes of this nonsense. We're going out west and shit, and we're going to battle these motherfuckers in order to get there, and that's it. All of that for a fucking battery? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I and I I I completely agree with you. The dialogue is is cutscene dialogue from a video game. And video games can be great and they can be compelling, but they're video yeah. games. And in, in that format and in that genre is a completely different expectation than what you want from a multi-episode dramatization of anything. And to me, literally, I would say a huge amount of the dialogue, a huge portion of the dialogue is that's what it is. There's very little to me that rang true as lines, as something that an actual human being was saying. Yeah. I don't know if that yeah. makes sense, yeah. but more, more along the lines of what an avatar yeah. would say yes. in, a, in a video yes. game. Yes, yes. So uh, I, I think that this, this series is probably fantastic as a video game. I think if you're actually playing this, it's probably incredibly fun, terrifying, the whole thing. Like if you like video games, I think that would be the way to experience this series is to just play the damn video game, honestly. Because I mean, it, you're involved that way. You're you're shooting bad guys or whatever. And, you know, it's to me, that is the way to do it. I think if you want to watch a movie or a story, if you want to watch a story in this vein that is going to be compelling with dialogue, performance, and everything else, watch Children of Men. It's basically the same thing, but uh, it's 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 much better. It's from a fantastic book written by P.D. James. It was a movie that came out, I think, 2003, 2004. Yeah. And it's fantastic. And it's basically the same story. And then if you want to know a little bit more about slime molds and how they work, there is this fantastic YouTube channel called True Facts by Z Frank. <laughs> <laughs> and he just posted an amazing video about slime molds, this very thing that is infecting people that is hilarious, informative, and you will know because I will tell you, if I hadn't seen this Z Frank video, I wouldn't know what the fuck was going on <laughs> with these people with the slime molds. Because I was always confused when my husband was playing the video okay. game. I didn't really understand the slime mold part. And then when I saw this Z Frank, it's Z-E-F-R-A-N-K. And I am not affiliated with him whatsoever other than he puts out fabulous videos. But he put uh, out a very recently one about slime molds and how slime molds work. 
and um, now I can understand more about the TV series, and um, I don't really need to see <laughs> any more of the TV series to know more about it. Do you know what bothers me about this show is that it has moments. It does. It has moments it because the beginning, the very, very first scene of the show, which is the that debate TV show between the two scientists and the conductor and stuff, that was compelling stuff. And it made for the perfect opening for a show that, you know, a science nerd like us would be like, yo, let's watch this and figure this out, right? Yeah. And I thought, oh, man, this is going to be great because, you know, you, you're going to see the evolution of exactly what this guy is talking about. Like, not a pandemic, like a virus, but rather this things that aren't supposed to even survive on human being, you know, evolving enough to use human beings as hosts and becoming one, all of that shit. But then it was from from there to chaos, where Granny all of a sudden is like eating people and shit, and then into tragedy because this dude's little girl dies like and that was a very difficult scene yes 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 i'm like what the fuck and that was episode one scene very well acted but it was difficult that was episode one and then on episode two yeah boom you know you're getting used to tests and as you said, Tess's character is so one-dimensional that you're like waiting, waiting to exhale to see what else is going to come out of her that will make her more real because the actress is good. She's excellent. You know, she's doing her darndest, Pedro Pascal, and this actress, she's Australian, by the way. They have a really nice chemistry and they're doing, mm-hmm. they're doing a fantastic job. But... Like, I think if I was hired as an actor in the show, I would be like, I would walk out of it. Like, wait, wait, wait. This is not doing it for me. Fuck off. Here's your money. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> like, let me ask you this. Yeah. Is this, is, is it the show, is, is it me asking too much or the show is really this bad in your view? Like, I I don't think the show is is very good. I don't. I just genuinely don't. I I think it's watchable if you don't really have anything else pressing to watch. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't No, I don't think the show is very good. I don't understand why it has such fantastic reviews everywhere. I understand being excited about it if you're a fan of the video game. Okay, I do get that. Like if you're that's cool. That's an exciting thing to have happen if you're if you're into a world and they decide to expand the universe. Yeah. So, you know, that's exciting. But at the same time, at the same time, I just feel like it's I saw I watched my husband play the video game. It's the video game. The first two episodes are what I saw in the video game. The cutscenes yeah. mostly. Yeah. And I just I just think you would have a better time just playing the video game. And I think Pedro Pascal is great in it. Um, I think the actress who plays Tess is great. I think 
I, I am a fan of Bella Ramsey. I think she is going to be someone to watch as she gets older because she was in uh, Catherine Called Birdie yeah. that we reviewed a while back, and uh, I think she's I think she's good. But I just don't I don't have the excitement for this that the rest of the world does, and I don't know if that just means I'm old, or if that just means I have different standards. I don't know, Graham, but I, I agree with you. I just don't, I don't care for this show either. I didn't really, I don't know. I, I, I probably would, should have invited my son to, to sit with us and, and talk about it on, in his own terms. Cause you know, I haven't seen him watching it. And, and I think last time I asked him, he's like, yeah, I haven't started yet. Oh, what? <laughs> don't tell me cause I haven't started it. And, Perhaps he's gonna end up liking it or whatever, but yeah, it's not for me. I predicted that this was going to be a very short episode, <laughs> and it is because like I ain't got nothing else to say about this show, man. Well, I'll I'll say one more thing because uh, <laughs> since you haven't seen the third episode and I have, I'll I'll talk about that because that has caused the third episode has caused a lot of controversy in the world of streaming and I guess in the world of gaming too because the episode is about two gay characters and it follows their storyline. Um, it breaks away from uh, the character of Joel and the character of the young girl and um, goes on to tell the story of Bill and Frank. <laughs> and it is a good episode. It is a very sweet story. It's a very heartbreaking story. But in terms of the overall narrative I don't quite understand where it fits in. And I ha it has absolutely nothing to be with it, with it being a, a queer story. That's not what I'm saying. I would say the same thing if it was anybody else. Right. It feels like they brought in these two characters specifically to kill them. Spoiler alert. But that that's also the way I felt about Tess, too. Yeah. She's, she's there just to get killed to cause more rage and right. more motivation for Joel to do whatever the hell he has to do to save this girl. And the same with Bill and Frank with what happens to them. It feels very contrived, very convenient. And um, I'm not angry about it for the reason that the internet is. I think it's a lovely story. And I think it's, it's a beautiful little episode right there. If it had just been that, if it hadn't been anything else that was going around, going on around it, it just been the two, uh, Nick Offerman plays one of them, the characters and Australian actor whose name escapes me, but he was in, he's won quite a few awards. They're great together. They have lovely chemistry. It's a beautiful story about these two people who come together in a terrible time on earth, but it's very brief. We don't really get to see them. They aren't going to be part of the story because they die at the end. They die at the end. So I, I, I don't understand the adding of this other than to just pad the video game. So I have to say third episode. I did enjoy the third episode. It's, it's rather lovely and sweet and kind of funny, but it doesn't, it doesn't belong in the series. Wow. That's sad. Yes, it is. It, it's, it's a sad episode, too. It's lovely. It's sweet. It's funny. It's sad. It's, it's, it's a lovely episode. If it had just been a standalone, just like a part of an anthology series and was like, hey, here's the story of these two people, it would be fantastic. 
but in the overarching, overreaching arc of this particular story, it honestly just felt like, um, what is that, uh, that term that they use? Um, like almost, uh, I don't know, exhibition porn or something along those lines in the sense of we're we're going to create, we're going to bring these characters in that, that you love. And then we're going to, we're going to kill them off just to make you angry, just to pull you into the story further so that you'll be as part of, I, I, there's a term for it, but anyway. So let me ask you this prediction for this show. What, what do you think happens here? Because do they even have enough for, for a second season? <sighs> I mean, I assume they're going to base the second season on the rest of the video games because there was a couple episodes of the of the video games or packages of the video games. So, but I don't know how in the world they're going to stretch this first one into 10 episodes unless they're going to keep doing this episodic thing where they keep introducing characters just to kill them and that's just going to get so depressing. I mean, that's already depressing after the third episode, yeah. but it's just going to get Worse and worse and worse. So I, I don't know. I don't really understand. I don't understand the hype about it. I don't understand the excitement for it. Some of the production values even, I was like, this is some of the worst CGI I've ever God. seen. The Which that, that, that like made me mad. Cause I'm like, this is, this should be extremely high. <laughs> I should not be able to go instantly. Holy crap. They are matte painted into that very poorly. <laughs> Like I could have done better with Photoshop. Than yeah, that. the the how do you uh, call that? Paste. Those desechement um, on the wall uh, things that you can tell. Do you know? You know when when you go to a ride in Disney, like one of those rides that have like a, a whole story to it. Yes. And you you, yes. you can touch the yes. building. And you're like, oh, that's sponge. Like. You can tell, yes. <laughs> you know, when you go to the Indiana yes. Jones shit and you know that the boulder yeah. is actually made out of, <laughs> you know. Styrofoam, uh, yeah. <laughs> why, why, why? You can see that, yeah. you know. It's not my most favorite thing that I've seen. And, no, it's not mine either. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I... Hopefully I, one I, day I, Pedro Pascal will look back at his career and say, yeah, that wasn't a good step. No, no, yeah, no. There was some, there was some movie that Sir Michael Caine made and um, they were, and it's a terrible movie. I can't remember it, but somebody said something like, have you ever watched whatever the name of that one movie was? Um, have you ever seen it? Because it's terrible. And he's like, I have not seen the movie, but I have seen the house he built, it, and it's beautiful. <laughs> That's it, man. The money's good, you know what I mean? Uh, it reminds me of that yeah. story that uh, Mr. Rod Carmichael told at the beginning of the Golden Globes. You know, I was like, yeah, I mean, I wasn't feeling quite right about the whole hosting the show when I Called my friend Tasha and said, how much are they paying you? He's <laughs> like, four, five hundred thousand. Thus. Boy, if you don't take these white people's money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so true. I'm, I'm assuming so that somebody true. must have said that to 
to Pedro Pascal, who's Chilean, by the way. It's like, boy, <laughs> if you take these white people's money, <laughs> quit talking about this shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's 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 yeah. terrible. Like, yeah, I I I mean, I guess we're just not the audience it's intended for. Um... That's a fair Which point. That's an absolutely fair just, point, Jojo. <laughs> you know. It's, you know, we're, we're not we're the ones. Too that, food that, is something that, that, you old <laughs> podcasters <laughs> talking about some shit that probably is of utmost interest for, you know, Gen Zers and, you know, later millennials and shit. Yeah, it might not be our thing. But I play video games, you know, and on the other hand, you, you you know, uh, they've made a couple of Halo movies that I've never watched either. So there's that too. Maybe I'm not, as you said, the audience for adaptations of video games into into movies. You know, that that's the only thing I can think, just because of how excited critics are about it and how how many accolades and stuff it's getting. Because I just, to me, I'm like, this is just bog standard stuff that's been done so many times but they're like i said it i'm sure it's perfectly enjoyable for for someone and um you know if you're not i don't know i suppose if you're just looking to, for something to throw on while you're high it'd probably be fun to put on yeah yeah but other than that look if it's your thing it's your thing right i don't want to yuck anybody's yum <laughs> good one <laughs> because <laughs> you know all of us have had stuff we've been excited about and somebody somewhere has gone that is the stupidest thing i've ever heard in my life and it just makes you feel like crap dude and so but we have done that if, all the if, time <laughs> what is this oh that's so and so and so this fucking shit is stupid oh my god <laughs> Right, and it doesn't feel good, right? It doesn't feel okay, great. Okay. Kind of, it kind of makes you feel like, eh. but you know. So if if you're listening to this and you love The Last of Us, then good for you. I'm happy for you, and I'm happy that your universe has been expanded. But if you're not a fan of The Last of Us and you don't really know anything about it, and you're on the fence over whether or not to watch it, I fully recommend just watch the Z Frank episode on YouTube and watch The Children of Men, and you'll be you'll be happier. There you go. That's my A advice. PSA from Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. The more you know. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It's just like a, a star farted when they... <laughs> I think that's basically this is what, what this it is. What it is right? Star farts are knowledge. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to leave it there for, for this this week. From time to time, if you are just stumbling upon this podcast, from time to time, we do that. We binge watchers will binge watch a show and completely shit on it. Mm -hmm. we, we do that. We don't do it all the time, but we've done that. So this is one of those. Maybe you are of a different opinion. And I've told you this before and I'll repeat it again. On our website, Kicking and Streaming Podcast, there's a little microphone on the left-hand side, on the 
left hand corner. If you just press the, the, the mic with your mouse, you can leave us a message. And we'll listen to the message. Maybe we're wrong. We're not saying we're not wrong. All I'm saying is that The Last of Us is absolute fucking shit. <laughs> There's a number of reasons why I might be wrong. But let me know. What about you, Judge? Yeah, I, um, God bless them for doing what they love, I guess. Each and every one. But, you know, I don't know. Falling back on the little, little old Southern saying, bless your heart. Oh, bless their heart. heart. Bless their heart. They tried. Yeah, they did. They tried. Bless their heart. Yeah. So, on that note, we need to tell you that you can find us on social media if you want to bash us for all you know, shitting on your show or, or your little video game or whatever. Or if you do have something to say, yes. Jojo can be found as KNS co-host on Instagram. And um, our Instagram handle is Kicking and Streaming. Our website is kickingandstreamingpodcast.com. And also you will find us on the YouTubes, right? And what else? The Facebook. The Facebook. We have a Facebook group and everything, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so there's that. But for now, for me and for Jojo, it's goodbye. Goodbye. Everybody. Bye, folks. But this isn't the last of us. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Kicking and Streaming Podcast. If you found value in our content, please subscribe and share. We would also be delighted to hear what you think of this podcast. So please rate us by writing a quick review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all major social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Join the conversation happening today on our Facebook group. <laughs>